0: Just think about it, your absolute worst case scenario is likely not going to be as bad as you think. And also, every decision is reversible, nothing is permanent. Your body feels before your mind does. Use it as a warning signal to pinpoint fear and then strategically overcome it.
1: So, welcome to a new episode of InSync. Uh, this time we are talking about risks and overcoming fear. Um, specifically, we are diving into why taking risks um, is actually the only way to live fully and how we can overcome bumps in the road along the way and um, how we personally and how you can deal um, with managing and overcoming um, fear along in your life. And I'm very excited about this topic. Are
0: you too, cut? I am. I am very excited about the topic. And I was just thinking, how do we even get started on it? Because it's so huge. We haven't really thought that through. But, you know, that is also part of taking a risk of recording a podcast and just Definitely. taking it as you, as you go.
1: But I, I can dive right into because why I put it on a list that I want to talk about is... Um, it's, it's really interesting. I had this conversation uh, with a guy on Tinder and I wasn't sure if I should mention it here, but then I said, okay, we're actually saying we are having honest conversation. And yes, it was not a friend, <laughs> um, but like it was a guy on Tinder. So um, about fear and taking risks. And he actually asked me the question, um, if the bravest thing, what I did was to move to Israel. And I was like, no there was no risk for me involved like and he's like what and for him changing the his um, lifestyle and jobs was the biggest risk he took in his opinion so i was like what is the risk from one you know money-making job to another money-making job Mm -hmm. so that was so interesting in terms of sparking the conversation um about what is risk actually how you define it and why some people are really like you know kind of fearless and um how others are constantly blocked by their fears um so yeah i'd love to elaborate on that because i'd love to hear your opinion also what you what do you think about that yeah
0: what i what i think about what risk is you know, yeah For yeah you, how
1: would you define it
0: yeah it's i mean it, first of all that's a really good question to ask on a app like tinder right? i know right get straight into it um, and, and
1: just for for everyone to spoil it they're like we're not chatting anymore
0: yeah he blocked yeah. you <laughs>
1: don't say that <laughs> oh God. he just like maybe unmatched me or found he, the love of his life it's great it's great yeah, or maybe
0: he just didn't want to take the risk of you know <laughs> dealing with a free spirit like you <laughs> sure <laughs> you know there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah like take, taking risks i mean i i feel similar to what you said like a lot of people have said about me as well like you have taken you know risks on like moving to Singapore quitting your job blah 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 when I don't really perceive it as a risk I just perceive it as the de- as life yeah as opportunity no, I don't as opportunity yeah. I think it's the only way to like live fully and you know go after your dreams and and do what you know what's closest to your heart so but I think that word risk when you talk about it like that as if you know it's it's an actual issue yeah I think then it becomes difficult to manage because then you always think of risk as an issue and then you'd have to be like okay these are the positives and these are the negatives so if you can change that narrative in your head uh, where risk is just part of life and maybe you even rename it as Um, life you know life opportunity or life flow whatever I think then it becomes much easier to manage
1: yeah but usually you're like thinking about risk because you have the fear of losing something right risk is if you feel oh my god I won't have that anymore Mm -hmm. if I'm doing this and that and I mean thinking back that was never the case for like I never felt like that Like I never felt and I don't know, I think the same was maybe for you when you moved to Singapore. Like, what what is it? You can always come back to London and have your life there, right? You will yeah. always be able to enter the career again and stuff like that. And I think it was the same was for me, especially moving countries. What is the risk? Okay, there's a financial risk, so to say, but I would only take it if I am financially able to do so, right? So that's not the problem that I'll... I don't know, will be like living on a bench at some point, because that's just not how I prepared for it. Um, But my life back then in Austria would always have waited for me the way it is. And um, so it never felt like a risk that I would take. Um, But essentially, it is the fear of losing something that
0: you have. Yes, I guess. And I think you you approached it very rational, um, in like, just thinking, you know, what is what's going to happen? um, You know, what is the, what's the actual problem if things don't work out? Yeah. Um, and I think this is an, I did exactly the same. Um, and I think it's a very easy tool to like manage your fears. Cause as you say, at the end of the day, it comes down to fear, mm. people taking risks, people, people not taking risks. So if you can eliminate that fear by breaking it down um, quite rationally, what that fear actually is, yeah. um, that this help, helps immensely. Um, and I can also give an example of, about how I did that and how it actually turned out, um, like my worst case actually happened. And um, the worst case wasn't even <laughs> the worst case. So <laughs> oh, I love it tell us more <laughs> so when I um, when, so I was comfortable in London you know yeah I had a very nice life there I I loved being there but I also had that drive to do something entrepreneurial and I had an opportunity in Singapore and as it was a new venture there is a risk mm. as people would say that you know it can it doesn't work and I, I was giving up a, a well-paid job uh, with a good name um, and my life in London. So that, that, and there was fear involved here. So should I do that? Should I take that leap of faith? And so I started asking myself, what is the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm, exactly. And the worst that could happen was then, okay, the startup is not going to work. Okay, so then I'm in Singapore and I just, uh, the startup doesn't work. So what happens then? Okay, then I might have to move back to Europe. Okay, what's the worst that can happen then? Mm. Oh, I might not get a job. Okay, then, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I might not get a job. Well, yeah actually we get to that I didn't get a job right so yeah, that's, that's what cool I mean my, but still like it, yeah. it doesn't matter my worst case happened and then yeah. I was like okay right if I don't get a job like what do I do then then okay then I might have to move in with my parents you know I moved out when I was Which 19 happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I moved out when I was 19 so for me going back to my parents mm-hmm. play, and I haven't lived in Germany for like over 10 years so that's just something you know where I would be like mm, okay cool um, and then but then I was thinking okay so this is the worst case that happened right i've failed the entire thing in in, uh, in singapore and i have to move in with my parents temporarily and then i had to just rationally ask myself how bad is that really mm-hmm. and the answer to that is it's not it's like not ideal of course but I can be grateful for the opportunity of having even a family who can take me in, right? So in that, immediately, when when I broke it down like this, okay, this is the worst that can happen, and how bad is it really, it made me realize it's not bad at all. Like it's just a situation that you have to manage, but it's not bad. And so that removed that entire um, fear aspect. So I was like, right, I can go now, right? Yeah, that's true. But it's also
1: like, it's dealing with uncertainty, right? And once you break it down and give it names, so to say that, you know, and I have an understanding what what could happen. It's like, okay, well, I know what can happen. Okay, these are the risks involved. That's fine as well. So once you are like going into the sceneries, the worst part, like what you did, I think this is an answer to a lot of things. Then okay, you, you played out, and it's like well, so what? So it actually is, so yeah. like I don't know. I could, like a lot of things could happen. No, actually yes. not. This is the no, same. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I think this is where I think
0: human mind is really incredible with yeah. things. Like we just think there is all sorts of things that can happen, um but really it's fairly predictable like you take a risk in your job it doesn't work out you get a new job you don't get a job or you move in with your parents again okay (laughs) but you know situations that are manageable and so first of all this is exactly what now happened to me so my actual worst case scenario has happened and as it happens that worst case scenario has now helped me to set up my new business yes you know (laughs) um which I wouldn't have done if I wouldn't be in the situation where I'm struggling and where I'm like fuck now I'm actually back in my parents place (laughs) yeah like I need to set and like no one's hiring I mean obviously different reasons like corona um, but it could also be a situation where there's no corona and I would still not been hired right so like this is a possibility as well I don't know because this is just the time that we live in and so now I was actually in the situation where like this is actually my worst case scenario but then it's also helped me like you know take the next step in my career and so there's a lot going on like good coming out of it and the last thing that i wanted to say about, about this is um what also helped me manage that fear is seeing it in perspective like once i got to the point of okay this is my worst case scenario which isn't actually that bad i was thinking like what is my actual worst case scenario and well, my actual worst case scenario is that my parents wouldn't be there anymore or like my closest friends such as you wouldn't be there anymore you know yeah. that is a problem
1: yeah put it and as
0: it. long as that is not the case anything else is manageable and even that scenario is manageable but that's something where you know i would be taken aback more than by like a temporary failure failure
1: yeah, that's so true. I, like, I love the perspective part of it because there are things that are way more important in general And just because... And I mean, I, I remember because for you also just like, oh my God, I need to move back in with my parents and then you're still stuck there. And I also think that's more or less a gift. So it's again, how you perceive it and what your mind is telling you to how to... How to see those things. And I mean... We Like you moved out, you said at the age of 19, uh, me too. So having some months with your parents, especially in our age, is, that, is like for sure something you can be really eternally grateful for because it's not coming back um and I think for you it played out very well but I I remember the things where I was like oh my god I'm such a failure yourself so you really struggled in the beginning and I just love the journey you went through the last weeks you were where you're like I don't know what I'm doing I got so many rejection letters and stuff like that and it helped you calibrate into some like your business what you're like essentially building up now and which is like thriving already so I'm like dude <laughs> like how so I think that's uh very impressive and I think one thing that um I would have learned from your journey is as well being persistent, not giving up and like really making the best out of those times um, where there's a lot of uncertainty. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 I think like really breaking it down in, um, in perspective and like those easy, easy steps, like what yeah. is my actual risk? And this is something that everyone can do. Right.
1: Yeah. So I mean, yeah. and also yeah. like end on that is also like, I mean, honestly, most of the decisions you can just like, you know, take back. It's like, yes. this, like if, what, if I change a career, okay, I'm going back. Like, I mean, no one is saying, okay, don't, you know, it's like there are so many yeah. put, um, opportunities out there and like most of the decisions are just like, okay, if this was the wrong one, well, fine. The, then just like, you know, try again with another, with another yeah. type of thing. So that's something that you need to keep in mind as well, I would say.
0: Nothing is permanent. Every yeah. decision is reversible and temporary. Yeah. Um, most. And most decisions are, that's true. I would say almost almost all um but in even like I mean you get it a lot as well right you um you're being told oh you're taking like great risks etc um but for you it's also like it's just uh, your your mindset and managing that fear and I get it so many times too and I always and then people usually say oh you're taking these risks. I could never do that and I'm just thinking like what do people think I'm doing like I'm not I'm not some sort of like guru or so, <laughs> I also have the same fears. I also have the same self doubt. I'm just using like very simple tools yeah, I've kind of made up myself and so do you to like uh, yeah. manage that fear.
1: And for me also, it's like always, I think, again, a matter of perspective, because for me, like and uh, taking this as an example to um, start a new company, move to um, Israel and other things for me, the risk was not doing it, but not doing it. I don't want to be like 50, 60, whatever years old and question myself, oh my God, what would have happened if I would have done that, what I really wanted back then, you know, I don't want to have this moments. And in life, you never regret what you're doing, but what you n- did not do. And this is for me the risk, like not living life to my fullest and enjoying every aspect of it. And there was one thing, and I love that it actually took the direction of a very business approach um, towards taking risks. But obviously, it's also a personal thing, right? And it can be in your private life as well. Um, and one thing that I learned with one of my past relationships is I acted out of fear. So um, to give a bit of context, um, I was in a relationship. I was crazy about this guy. Um, there were some things that were not working out. And I had the feeling that he will end it. And me, like one of my biggest fears is uh, fear of loneliness, fear of rejection. So obviously that comes in handy if you're in a relationship where the guy <laughs> is not really reassuring that, that, you know, he's in love with you. Um, so at some point I was freaking out. There was a lot of things going on in my life and I couldn't trust my instinct, my gut, nothing. I was just like totally wrongly, I don't know. Yeah, I, I felt like very misplaced. It, in my whole life, at this very moment, and so the relationship that should be a strength for me and should be a um, a person I can turn to that gives me, like you know, that holds me, that is there for me, that is just my rock, that wasn't it, right? So it was not what I needed at this moment, and I freaked out and I ended the relationship because of the fear that he will end it at some point. Mm. And um, I mean, again, I think it's fine. It's like I'm, I got over the breakup. Obviously, it's years ago. Um, but what I learned is I acted upon fear. And this was a decision I regretted for the next year, year and a half-ish, because I, I actually still loved him. I wanted to be together with him, right? And he told me then the like when when we when I broke up with him, he's like, Yeah, I kinda saw that coming and you know, and I'm like, Yeah, I don't know, I thought you will break up at some point. He's like, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, shit, how, why did I do that then? You know, but of course I understand why I did it, but this is something I really regretted. And this was a decision that couldn't be reversed because he didn't want to then. I mean, and again, I'm not saying this is a bad thing because I think everything is uh, aligned the way it should be. And I think we wouldn't be the, the couple that I wanted to be. But um, yeah, this is something that, that really I learned from myself and that I want that whatever happens in my
0: life, I'm always like not acting based upon fear. And you say that to this day. I remember there was very recently there was a situation. Don't remember the exact context now, but you, I think it was also related to a guy, if I'm not mistaken. And you, and (laughs) you basically, (laughs) 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 Um, and he basically uh, said something like, "You want to pick up a conversation because you don't want to act out of fear." Yeah. And I thought, you know, this has been like. You know, you really learned that lesson yeah. there <laughs> from, from that. So, and I think you know, people. I think it really needs to come to a point where people have situations like you had, where they where they feel like they act out of fear, and then they see how you know it's just not beneficial. It just doesn't it's help not, anyone. Yeah, no, And and so ho- hopefully people are. Uh, like self-reflective enough um, to be able to recognize that, so because now you you did it once yeah. and you learned something out of it, so you can apply it for the next time yeah, yeah good for you. there's other yeah. people who act out of fear, it doesn't work, and they continue being in that of course, loop. yeah.
1: No, I mean, you really need to be aware of why you did it and to understand also yourself, obviously. And I mean, you need to open up, right? And I think that's um, also for me, always a struggle. And um, also like to be honest and have honest conversation when we talk about relationships now, if you have that fear that, you know, um, he might end it or like this person is not in love with you, then just openly talk and not just jump to a conclusion and say, okay, like I'm out of here um, because I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of getting hurt or like being lonely again and stuff. Um, so one thing that I still do is like really trying to have open conversations um being very true like okay i'm kind of i'm like into you you know this is how i would see things um if it's not if you don't feel the same way then just be like straightforward and honest with me and then of course it hurts it's rejection in the first place right but as we said rejection is redirection and we should see it more as a gift and um just being like very um yeah just being honest and open with someone is way easier than to get out of it than to just tell your th- um, yeah tell yourself all those things in your mind and then act upon them just because you have this like worst case scenario in your head that he will leave you or she or whatever is like cheating on you and all those things just like try to have honest conversations and i think then um it's definitely getting better speaking for me
0: how do you even how do you recognize fear do you yeah. like have something i'm about like to maybe, puke really is that how yeah. you recognize interesting yeah. yeah so wow that's a heavy body reaction yeah, very, very. And, and were you always able to link that to fear i mean
1: because yeah but back then fun fact back then i thought it's about telling me that i'm doing the wrong things um in a sense of um i should act upon it so it mm-hmm. felt wrong. So I was like, oh my God, it's fear. I need to leave the situation or I need to act, blah, blah, blah. Instead of realizing that this is fear, this is an emotion. This is why I react on it. Like why, how I, why I feel like that and then doing something. But I was just like, okay, this is a bad situation. Well, and I wanted to
0: leave. So I was just. Interesting. So now when you, when you get into a situation and you feel like sick um, and then you'd be like heightened that you'd be like, oh, maybe I'm fearful. Yeah, I'm like,
1: okay, let's get to the bottom of this. Why am I feeling like
0: that? (laughs) Because this is also like super important to even recognize when you act out of fear, right? Because most people don't even know that they do it. Yeah, that's true. Um, true. So that's interesting that you have, that you feel. And you could tell me right away, because I I guess it took me a while to figure out when I act out of fear. Um,
1: So what's your body telling you then?
0: So... For me, it's interesting because I don't, um, I, I get it mostly through meditation. Like when, and when I, this is interesting because I usually don't think that I'm fearful. So I wouldn't get it like uh, when I'm, when I'm like doing business as usual or so, and there might be something that would. Technically, let me act out of fear. I don't recognize it in that moment, mm-hmm. um, but then, and I'm like, oh, I'm so you know, I'm so zen, I'm so cool, <laughs> you know, I'm so like not acting out of fear, and then I go into my meditation, and so I, I meditate um, every morning for twenty minutes, and also in the evening for twenty minutes, and um, I in 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 meditation there is all sorts of stuff coming up, like you know, usually or. If it's a nice meditation, I always say then it's like you don't you just feel like zen and in balance and it's just a very nice comforting feeling. But then there's other meditations where I process all sorts of emotions. And these are the ones that are really uncomfortable. And I had to learn how to deal with that in a meditation as well, because you know, people have that perception, and I did too, This should only be a nice state. Mm-hmm. But what I then feel is this I don't know, this weird feeling coming from my belly up to my, um, my neck, like where I just feel uncomfortable. And it's a mix of anxiety and fear. And there's not even like bad thoughts coming up at the same time. It's just this feeling where I'm like, Oh, my God, like, you know, I want to run away, like literally, I want to run away, right? This is, this is the effect of fear. And um, I learned how to live through that first of all, I get out of the meditation. I'm like, wow, I was more fearful than I thought I, I actually was, you know. And mm-hmm. then usually you can link it to a situation that's happening in your life. Um, but then second of all is um, when it comes up, it's very easy to just get snap out of the meditation and basically run away. Mm-hmm. And I have trained myself to accept that feeling and just um, live through it. And it's also interesting how it then subsides. So when I run away and I stop the meditation, it comes back. It comes back, it comes back, it comes back. It, of course. Until I take that time to sit through twenty minutes of or fifty minutes, however long it takes, of fear and pain. And then it's almost like, you know, it's coming from my belly, it goes into my neck, and then I can feel it's going away. i can feel the energy goes out
1: you know i'm not meditating a lot um, and not like transformational like you do and whenever you're telling me all those things i'm like damn it i should go so into it i think this is so interesting and also how to process emotions and things right yes i think it's so powerful yeah i I should it's so
0: powerful indeed because you can literally feel it leaving your body and like i almost so when i then feel like it's it's actually it's really uncomfortable like you know don't get me wrong you get into meditation you think you yeah, I'm just gonna have a great start into the day you know I just want to feel like a balance and you feel this massive uh, wave of anxiety And so you're like fuck this you know I didn't want to do this <laughs> not today um, but not today but it's almost like you know when you have like energy stuck in your body so this is where fear sits somewhere yeah. in my body and then it comes, it comes and comes um, and because I don't fight it it, it kind of dissolves and then after that i feel nice sometimes i even get sensations in my in my hands where i feel like it's going now and similarly you know this is obviously the the bad side or like the you know, not so comfortable side there's also you, you also live through other emotions like
1: you know you, so like one question just from my understanding it's because yeah. I'm not meditating I'm saying this again so I have no experience like properly um, but if you're like feeling those um like, the fear coming up is like something that is your mind is processing them do you link it to any occasions and events or is it just something that you notice and then as you said you just let go or is it like something that your mind is doing then
0: as well um it it's it's different usually it's I don't I only fear um feel the fear and the anxiety I don't have on top like negative or fearful thoughts because I think that would actually I mean that would be a crazy experience when you you know physically feel it in your body and then you have all of these you know thoughts saying to you or oh, you are a failure or you shouldn't do this blah, yeah blah. Uh, it it also ha- has happened in the past that I had both of it like very strongly and that's like the worst then you can tell like there's very deep fear sitting within me usually it's like either um negative thoughts or um that sensation mm-hmm. that fearful it's like you know when you when you when you're afraid to jump off uh, i don't know like a bungee jump or so you know you have this 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 is the sort of feeling that i didn't get um, no I don't because I never jumped. But, yeah. but like anything that you know frightens you or like you see uh, I don't know a wolf in the, in the woods you know and you get that yeah off- usually I don't do that either but yeah <laughs> i mean like i don't know I what it out, but yeah yeah exactly like it's just a feeling that on top of that can be negative thoughts as well but i like i really prefer it one or the other <laughs> to be honest because otherwise it's- yeah of
1: course but it's so crazy that you can i mean i do get it that i feel fear in the moment of like the things that my thoughts are popping up or a situation but there, there is something that is coming upon like on through meditation is like super powerful Yes,
0: like, very... and then, but then when I get out of the meditation and so obviously I'm fully aware that I just went through 20 minutes of horrible anxieties mm-hmm. and that they have now resolved and then usually I can tell, okay, that fear was linked to this situation in my life or this situation in my work so then obviously I can make the connection to what it was linked but that's what I was saying earlier I don't feel like in the moment that I'm acting out of fear Mm -hmm. so it's almost my body telling me hey you know there's something that you know is influencing you and you better get rid of it now and you know these tools for example they are, are like meditation is one tool for me and I'm sure there's different ways i always say this 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 is what works for me but there's mm-hmm. so many different things that work for other people um this is available to everyone
1: yeah no definitely know? yeah so but like i mean i also think like um, again it's when it comes to decision making like um that's like the the like for me the discipline that should should be mastered when it comes to fear, right? Because that day comes in a lot for me. Like if I'm driven by fear when I'm taking this decision, also in terms of um, business again, right? It's a lot of things like, okay, this is a risk, the fear of like failing again. Um, So do you have any um, inputs in terms of besides meditation, what helps you to assess that in terms of decision-making when it comes to risks? Like how would you do that in business? Are you analyzing different cases or is it something... Yeah,
0: like pretty much what I described earlier, just um, writing it out, like what's the worst that can happen and just looking at it on like (laughs) post-its or in your, I don't really journal, but like i sometimes write down things and then, um, as in like on post-its or so, and then just looking at it, like what is the actual risk? And it's usually, it's a, a risk is also, for me at least, has a lot of uh, opportunity linked to it as well, right? The, yeah, it could go wrong, and yeah. this is the worst that can happen. Okay, whatever you can manage that. Um, but there's also, you know, there's so much that can go uh, right. Why is the mind like that? Why do we always think the the, the worst that can happen? I don't, I don't get know it. But like for me,
1: I think my my mind is not wired like that because sometimes, or I hear that a lot, is like that. I have a more or less a naive way of living, so a lot of time like. But are you aware? You know that this and this could happen. Uh, Uh, yeah I guess so and also in business decisions and that's very bad I think to say it's mostly I'm like I'm feeling like I'm this little kid like on a flower field like just jumping and having fun and you know not seeing like any I don't know black holes or anything on the side because I'm concentrating on so much what feels right for me that I sometimes never assess sometimes like mostly I'm not assessing what could go possibly wrong so I'm really like taking a lot of like gut decisions and I'm trusting my intuition and I'm thinking what could go well and what feels right in the moment. But for me also in business, I'm not really assessing the risks mm-hmm. that come with it.
0: I think that's very unique. I think most people No, I'm I mean at the end of the day, you know, when you at the end of the day you should be looking have a positive outlook in yeah. like whatever life has to offer you. So I think if it comes naturally to you to um, see the positive thing, yes, of course it's necessary also to look at the the uh, things that can go wrong especially when you have people that you employ etc Of course, but then you can for example have a business partner who has you know a heightened heightened understanding of that so you can yeah. complement each other yeah. so i think it's generally great if you have that ability to see the positive things and um and also, when, when things go wrong, like as I know you, you are then finding ways to yeah. make it good again, right? Of so course. it's not ignoring the risk, it's just walking with what you have. And yeah. if you, if you and, and other people, I think the majority of people are more like they think negatively until they do something. So they need to put more effort into that mm-hmm. managing side, yeah, of, side that. of things.
1: Yeah, I think like also something that um, I, I think as, talked to to about my uh, my coach with last year or two years ago um, was that I'm a very um, so I am a firefighter so to say so whenever things like fires are coming up I can you know I jump there and I make it happen that everything is resolved Um, so that's also something like I'm living right now in a situation also on a private basis where it's like I think some people would freak out with like all the uncertainty and for me the risk that would be involved uh, technically if everything plays out very bad for me would be that I'm paying kind of um, a lot of money right and I still don't freak out also like with the visa situation that is here happening in, in Israel for me right now during corona times there's a lot of things and Instead of worrying the last month on a regular basis, which I could do because there was so much uncertainty and so much like fear also involved for me that I need to leave, that um, I can't afford like the, uh, the lifestyle anymore and things like that. Um, but again, um, I did not do anything based on that fear. I'm just like waiting um, until the very moment that I actually can do something right mm-hmm. so um, there's a lot of things that are presented and I think for a lot of people that would freak out in this moment because of this uncertainty and for me I'm like just okay let's wait and I'm like acting my, my best self is acting in the moment where I can do something against mm-hmm. them right and everything else would now be preparation for like tons of different scenarios but there's literally nothing I could do at the moment to like resolve all the issues so I'm just waiting it out and sometimes I'm paying for that in the terms of like really paying money because I'm too late in things or I just waited until the very last moment um but in 90 percent of the cases, it this this strategy worked for me so that's why yeah. it got positively reinforced and that's why i'm always waiting until very last step to actually do something when there is a risk involved or yeah. like, any decision towards that yeah
0: and you know what you're describing is basically also a technique and tool that everyone can do and you focus uh, so what you do is you focus your energy on what you can control yeah, and Again, that's something like, I'm just trying to like break it down as well for other people because you and I get that very often, right? Oh, you're taking risks, blah, blah, blah. Oh, for some reason for you guys, it always works out. Um, It wouldn't be the case for me. And I always, as I say, I always think it's very simple tools. Either, you know, there's ways to manage your fear. And what you do is you manage your energy. So you just focus on the things that, you know, you can control and, not on the things that are out of your control and so you, you basically you almost ignore the fear <laughs> yeah. you know and that's great like some people i i definitely have to manage it on top so i yeah. also concentrate my energy on the things that i can control but i do have that element of i need to manage my fear um but that's you know it's just everyone's different um whereas you use that simple tool of always remembering um what can you control and what can you not control and acting yeah. accordingly so yeah. at the end of the day these are very very simple tools
1: yeah no for everyone that. to use it's just again a mindset thing right you need to train yourself and um yeah. then act upon that instead of like yeah having these fearful thoughts and being you know about them.
0: this actually reminds me of um of conversations that i recently had with um with my mom and her boyfriend so we were sitting outside and i so i just um set up my my new company right and there's like lots of things that i need to work out from an admin perspective from like how 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 do i make money to like pay myself you know Mm -hmm. where i'm gonna live all of that um but i have this big vision in my head so how amazing it can be so Mm -hmm. i'm not concentrating on the things that can go wrong because lost energy Mm -hmm. so as you as you do like just on the things that you know go right and then so i was sitting with them outside and i I don't remember who it was i think my mom she i think she said um oh i wanna uh, i would like to have that as well or something like that could could be anyone really like people say these things all the time Um, and i was just thinking and we are actually talking about this um everyone wants that everyone wants to have like a free and uh, independent life and like, you know, do the things that they love, blah, blah, blah. But then I, and then I said, you can do that or you could have done that. You yeah. just have to like change your mindset. Yeah. And then, uh, and then she said, Oh, but I can't, you know? And I thought that is exactly why yeah. so few people do it. Yeah. And this is also the question, like, why does not, um, why do not more people do that? I think this, this was the question that she was asking. Um, And I was like, this is the answer, because everyone can do it. Literally everyone can do it. But not very few, uh, very many people chose to do that, can't speak anymore. It's yeah a passion about no
1: that. I mean we, we were anyways like we are close to the <laughs> end yeah. no but that's that's very true you mostly find excuses in your mind why you can't and why you're not like them and stuff and I hear I heard it a lot also when I was growing up and like once I chose to follow my path I was like yeah you can do that because you know you are smart you do this you learned that you studied this and I'm like no it's just really a matter of like you know trusting yourself um, knowing your worth and being kind of this fearless person to just try and risk and overcome whatever life throws at you and use it as an opportunity to thrive so in the end it really comes down to mindset and I don't think that we are in any way better than anyone out there smarter than anyone out there having more money for sure not than anyone out there so literally I think most of us like saying now it coming from our privilege bubble right because there are people that have less obviously and um, for them it's harder to get to the point where we are because of course we too are for sure privileged coming from like really supporting families and you know living in or growing up in Germany and Austria but like literally all the people that I was talking with they could do could have done the same from the very moment on but they didn't because they told them themselves a lot of limiting um, stories why they can't and yeah yeah, literally it's just a mindset change
0: and I just want to share one more thing because I know that we are nearing the end and I'm not even sure who's watching the time but I think it's You, oh, you're the time watcher, um, but yeah, like one thing that I wanted to share because this happened just this week, I had um, another fearful thought because, I, as I say, like I'm just in the process of setting my business up and like doing all of that, and for it was very weird because it was almost like um, someone else, uh, like a, a, another person in my mind, and that person or that voice told me, "Hey, Kat." these fearful thoughts have never helped you in any way. <laughs> like, can, I, I can, can you remember a situation where <laughs> yeah. a, f- a fearful thought ever helped you achieve your goal? Like, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me think about that. And I was like, when did my ever fearful thought ever help me? And I was like, no, never, never, anymore. never it has that helped me. Because
1: you've never been in a cage with a tiger. There may be it, but I think
0: but I was like, this is like such a, um, such a, aha this. moment. Good advice. <laughs> it was, no, it was like an outside voice. It was such an aha moment where I was like, oh my God, like literally no negative, fearful thought has ever helped me yeah. in my life. Yeah. So might as well, but I can think of moments where a positive thought has helped me. So might as well go there
1: yeah definitely a hundred percent agree but um also that's something you need to trust and into right because if you always like were like that and you're always regarded by your fears you know how could you break out there i think i mean because we are anyways positive people and the way we grew up and stuff i think it is a bit easier for us to say just like yeah let's just turn it into an opportunity but if you have always like Raised the way that you should be fearful and that life you know is dangerous out there and all those things that some people are confronted with when they're growing up I think then it's really hard to make that um, mindset shift to say okay well just don't be guided by fear because there's nothing coming good out of it because for them it is protection right
0: but I think, yeah, I mean, it's protection, but I, I want to go as far as to say then, um, you know, this is also your limiting beliefs holding you oh, back yeah. and, and this is a whole different topic that we we'll were talking about because sure. um, there, you know, there's um, surely people can always argue, but I had this drama in my life and you didn't have that, blah blah. Yeah. blah. but everyone has gone through each and their own individual drama, whether yeah. it was like something significant, like, you know, their parent died when they were young or they were rejected. So yeah. yes, you and I we grew up like I can't say like I have like an external I can't say like something dramatic happened in my life like in my family when I was young but I did have also drama and so did you and I um I think um you know I sometimes feel like oh but you know this person had this really big thing and then they kind of build their identity around it everyone has had their small struggles so that's so true
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, that will be definitely a topic for another time because I love the limiting beliefs. And once you bust that and realize what you're telling yourself the last year uh, since your childhood and what person um, came out of this and how you can um, actually react upon it. Um, So let me summarize that. Um, And then, um, yeah, so in order to overcome fear, um, I think the best parts were like analyzing your worst case scenarios and realize it's not that bad. Um, and put it into perspective, um, what it actually means, um, the scenarios, and um, always keep in mind that every decision is reversible. And I think also very beneficial was listen to your body when fear is actually coming, um, and then act upon it, and not on the fear, but act like based on that you realize that you're making maybe a fear-based decision. And for sure, meditation helps. That's what we do mm. right? Yes. I need to get into that. Awesome. So. It was great talking to you <laughs> and yes well i look forward to the next session and i hope you guys enjoyed that i hope so too see you soon bye 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 awesome where is it it's stuck.